Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, and welcome back to Babe. Babe. A podcast with Lara and friends. <laughs> and today, my friend, you may recognize him from past podcasts or you may not. And this is a new intro to a new journey. It's a new chapter. It's a new chapter. In and I'm excited lives. to be one of, I'm excited to help you usher yourself into it me too i appreciate you being here well i saw the votes on the facebook group and i clearly was a front runner <laughs> ladies and gentlemen it's ed drosty <laughs> big surprise <laughs> huge surprise i bet you're shocked in a huge twist i know it's a twist yeah so i've had to like do a lot of figuring out of what i'm exactly gonna do which instead of actually like sitting down to figure anything out i just went to the gorge and went to a grateful dead show tripped a lot of acid and you, then, did acid? you didn't tell me that yeah i did Love surprise for you yeah oh okay was that when you were staring at the lizard no that was after the lizard no lizard first then acid lizard first then acid for the show cool so then i was like i definitely felt like a moment of it's all gonna be okay and then I felt another moment of a voice saying, it's time to level up Shane Halls. And then that was exciting. In regards to the podcast. Just in regards to life in general. But I took it to mean, it's like an umbrella level up. And the, this podcast... This podcast is, is a, just getting started. Yeah, it actually... What you heard was the preview for what's actually to come. What Babe. you heard was literally level 1.1 in Super Mario Brothers. And now you're in level 1.2. <laughs> You're in the dungeon area or the water world. <laughs> the water, you're re- you're in the water, water world. world. You're ready for like to like get to like new areas where different backgrounds, different landscapes. Yeah. It's different just, bosses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are there bosses at the end of every? Oh, I thought you meant like bosses in life. And I was like, what? No, I meant oh. bosses at the end of every. Oh, yeah. Well, no, Mars. it's always Bowser, but like. It's always with Bowser. For the OG one, but for yeah. different Marios. I mean, we can just talk about Marios. It's been a lot. He's been around for twenty years, you know, a lot more. So you know, there's been a lot of people he's had to face off with, but it's usually Bowser. Yeah, and it's Bowser at the end of every single level, or at the end of the last. He's always at the end of every game, but in the original one, he's at the end of every level. Actually, no, maybe there were like weird turtles and shit. I can't remember. I can't. It's been a really long time. But I'm just excited for you to face new landscapes, turtles. <laughs> And bosses to beat. Yeah. Because you're a boss beaten kind of lady. Life is a challenge. And this is a test from the universe. And I'm dead set on passing it. So here we are. We're all being tested right now. We're all being tested. You have a theory that it's in this time of Trump. Everyone's going through a test. 
I feel like it is because I've just never had so many people around me in crisis, including myself, mm-hmm. where it's just like, I don't understand. Like, I'm like, and I'm, it just feels like, what is the common denominator? And I'm like, it's been ever since January 2017. Just blame Trump. Well, I mean, that works for me, to be honest. Yeah. But I'm also like, it is highly stressful every day to wake up and like face reality. Yeah. And that's just like, if you're like totally fine and don't even, weren't even like born with any issues. Yeah. So imagine if you're like, you know, me or anyone out there who has depression and anxiety, then add that daily stress and, you know, you've got a mixture for a lot of fun. A lot of different bosses. Different, a lot of different bosses out there. I'm not sure if I love all those different ending bosses, but... No, but it's like, it is a Bowser where it's the same boss, oh, pretty much always, but then you have to just beat it, but then it comes back at the next level. Yeah. And you, is it is death the final level that you've like beaten the boss? <laughs> I think you get to live when you beat the boss, but the boss... Dies, but then, of course, is resurrected again in a new game. Yeah. So Bowser always lives on. Yeah. Which means we're just stuck with Trump forever. It's always going to be... There's always going to be a boss. And the princess is just literally everyone that can't handle this administration. (laughs) Just stuck behind Bowser, like, screaming. Terror. I would venture to say, almost, that... The princess is like a lot of people on the left that can't really like organize. It's like, but they can't organize. They have no plan, really. It's just like screaming into the abyss (laughs) and being like, help me, please, Mario, please. They're organizing. They're organizing slowly but surely. That recent victory in New York of that super leftist, amazing 20-year-old woman named Alexandria. Yeah. That was, I think that's her first name. Forgive me if I'm wrong. Um, That was chic and exciting. Yeah. that was a babe moment. That was a babe exclamation. A huge exclamation. That was good. And that seems organizational, which I love. It was. She showed but, her shoes that yeah. she like walked around the streets hooked, door to door. She hoofed it, knocked on doors. Yeah. Yeah. So that was good. But ultimate, but the left has been a bit of a princess peach. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the right is just like the lava pit. The right is in. Bowser in love with just screaming and angry and just destroying everything. Just and like throwing like literally there's in flames. Mario, there's those missiles that you have to like hop on, mm-hmm. but they're just like constant missiles being thrown at you that you have to dodge. And that's the right. And Koopa Troopas. Oh, the right is everything that's just a difficult journey to get past. Yeah. That can kill you. That you can kill you. One you small make- joystick move the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah. And then. Love that. Thanks, right? And then we are all Mario's and Luigi's that are fighting and just trying to like help each other out but in the journey. We're also like helpless princesses too. In a way. I mean, I identify as more of like a Mario. I'm I just identify as Luigi. So I love that. Right back at you. This is a Mario and Luigi. That's the name of the new podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Mario, Mario and Luigi's Babe. <laughs> <laughs> A babe, a babe, a welcome to the Mario babe. That's rude to Italian Americans. I know. Well, I think that Mario is kind of rude to Italian Americans and Luigi. Well, I bet a lot of them bought it. 
they're just like plumbers on a journey <laughs> do you know what's really crazy which is a side tangent what my friend married an australian and moved to australia and their children randomly have a day at school called italian day where they dress up with mustaches and basically look like mario and luigi's <laughs> and it was like i was like is this like okay like i don't even know if that's uh, is, is that like a bit or I, is it like cute and lol like are I italians that, persecuted right now i think that that's a babe because i'm sure someone would get fired up and very pissed about that oh i'm sure i'm sure someone even like, in she doesn't have a lot of followers because she keeps her shit on lockdown because of children which i respect yeah but there was someone that was like this feels problematic i would say italian day where you're encouraged to dress up in like literal mustaches they, like mustaches and like chef hats <laughs> they weren't in chef hats but it it's was like just a mustache it, they actually more than mario that we do they just look like waiters they have like suspenders <laughs> <laughs> and they're like eight and six and they just have like red suspenders and mustaches and like a bow tie so are they just but like the mustache is the key italian feature yes do men do boys and girls wear a mustache i don't know that part because she has two boys and i didn't dig deeper <laughs> more about uh, italian day in australia i'm sure you have some big listeners in australia yeah i have australian readers and i need a confirmation i'm I'm new it's okay it's okay you're forgiven i need a confirmation from the australian readers on italian day in australia and like what it's all about i want to see like why they would be into that because i don't think that there's like a huge italian presence in australia i don't even know the the demographic of italian italian australians i don't know the demographic yeah but i would think that they probably are all like look it's like just mustaches (laughs) i think is harmless but also like it's a little bit i wonder what the girls look like i really do yeah i need way more info about i'll try to dig deeper and find out more okay find out more but i was just like huh (laughs) i was like does new zealand have it too does it i don't know (laughs) i want to know do they talk are they encouraged do they make like pasta i need a, you don't if i were like to guess if i were to guess i bet they're all like oh my god like little kids and like everyone's like it's shaped like a boot and eat pizza probably and not it, pasta because that's a little messy for schools they probably just eat but pizza. spaghetti and meatballs maybe yeah but it's still like a little like eight-year-olds like, yeah that's like a lot they messier make, like, than a piece of pizza personal pizzas i don't even know mustache. if they make it they probably just order it and then like just like loll around and then they're just like and in Italy, they speak Italian, and they, like, teach them the word ciao. And then it's, like, day over. That seems, like, pretty cute. It's cute, for sure. They looked really cute. Oh, God, I love that. But also, I was, like, I don't understand this, because we never had that. Did you have days at your school, like, where you had to dress up as stuff? No, but we did have... Well, I went to like a s- small private school in Boston because my mom was the music teacher there. So I got a free ride, which mm-hmm. soothed, I guess. Um, although being at a school for nine, wait, it was from pre-K yeah. to ninth grade. Wow. They just wanted to like chip into one year of high school mm-hmm. with the same 38 or 35 to 40 people for that entire time yeah is actually truly maddening that's what i i did because you literally are just like like someone like fake goes out and like holds hands and like maybe kisses in like fourth grade and then it's like in seventh grade you're like we're still exes (laughs) (laughs) it's like totally absurd 
everyone's in everyone's business yeah in such an insane way it's like a little family yeah but a family that you're just like i need to get out like you're just like please can we have more people please like when a new kid comes they're either shunned or embraced it's gotta be hard yeah it would be really hard to be like a new kid wait i actually have wait for i wanted to just say quickly that my that school had themes for every year so like third grade was all like oceanography so it was just like you learn about like the ocean fourth grade was all greek mythology fifth grade was egypt Mm -hmm. and like ancient egypt sixth grade was randomly just the continent of africa which is kind of vague Vague, and then in seventh all encompassing yeah Yeah. (laughs) then seventh grade is when they crack the whip and start making like giving you grades and like give you real homework and stuff okay but i left for sixth grade and was thrown into an even smaller school in Colorado with only eight people. In Colorado? Because my dad and my mom and dad moved there for one year. Oh, wow. That's what the song's about. I didn't know that. And I'm learning a lot of things. Fully traumatized by it. You hated like, Colorado. It's I a love bro, Col- It's a bro-y place. Well, Where in Colorado? Snowmass. <laughs> we lived in a really small condo. That's a truly random journey. It was a... Why did they move there? Because my dad's family had like legal business to take care of there. I don't want to go into the details. That's fine. Keep it vague. I'm going to keep it real vague. Keep it really mysterious. I love. But I will say every Wednesday they took off half the day of school to go skiing, which sounds super chic. Except that all of those kids were raised on the slopes, so like I was in sixth grade, and then they were like, "Sorry, you have to ski with like." the second graders Ooh, i hate that which was literally made me cry yeah that would be hard for a sixth grader to get put yeah because they're just like you're not ready and everyone's like bye like they're like i've been skiing with the babies yeah basically (laughs) yeah and then like finally as people were like kind of nice to me then they were like we're moving back (laughs) (laughs) great so i missed africa year yeah (laughs) fuck (laughs) you're like so i don't know anything about africa sad just learned about it a week ago um i went to say like a very similar school that was like pre-k i went there from pre-k to sophomore year with the same like 40 or 50 kids in my grade (laughs) but we had like in middle school we had like medieval day and but they would base all these days like who you had to be and like dress up as on your grades and you're like so they would be like people that were making like 4.0 like gpas got to be like the king and the queen oh my god that is so do like the queen's court and then like go lower and lower and then everyone else like after a certain level was just like peasant so they're like as a peasant you're supposed to wear like a burlap bag And you don't get to eat like on the high level. You don't get to eat the yummy food. You have to eat like food with your hands or like just dirty peasant food. So oh. I was like, I had been watching that is like horrible, it's horrible. And I'd been watching years and years of like people, like girls going to medieval day and wearing like really cool, like handmade costumes what of like year was, what grade was this? This was sixth grade. Oh, old enough just to get clicky and rude. I know. And so like I'd been watching girls for years like in these like cool like I didn't want to be a queen. I just wanted to be like in her court because like right. I didn't like want to have a jester or something fun. Not a jester, oh. but like one of the like queen's maids or whatever the fuck you call them. <laughs> and I had like a whole design that I wanted to wear. And then they told me that I was going to be a peasant. I was like, no, I was like, okay, cool. And then my mom and I just bought all this fabric and I made like a queen's court dress 
and just wore it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't stop you. No, but everyone was like, "You're why are you wearing this? Like you're supposed to be a peasant." And I Do was they like, like post everyone's position in the they public al- place? Announce it aloud to the whole grade. That is actually really horrible, especially for the people with learning disabilities. Like what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know, but I was just like. I'm not wearing like a burlap sack and Birkenstocks. Like that's just a no for me. Burks I'm gonna are wear my. Cheap. I was like, I'm gonna wear my Doc Martin sandals and this like dress with a cross on it that I made on a sewing machine. I love that. We had something similar to that called Hunger Day, which was supposed. To, <laughs> it's not Hunger well, Games. Already sounds like no. Well, did it they was just supposed starve to, you out? Kind of. Well, it was to teach you about world hunger and it was randomized. So there was no like, like you deserve one thing. It was just like you reach into a bag and if you got a, bl- a blue chip, you're like first world. Mm-hmm. If you got like, I don't remember the exact colors, but like a red chip, you're second world. And if you got like a yellow chip, you're third world. But like they did it statistically for the entire population of the world. So like only like, and the whole school did it. And it was like only like, I don't know. 20 people got to eat like sandwiches and then like you get rice and beans if you're a second world and then just rice with nothing if you're a third wow that's a lesson for me yeah that's a good lesson yeah i wasn't mad at that one because it wasn't like being like you deserve this for your no it's just like this is how it is this is how the world is (laughs) deal with it rice It's a troll on rice. It's a troll on rice. I also, we also had like a state, we had like a America Day or state day where everyone had to choose a state. Yeah. And I chose Colorado. Oh, to bring it back. Yeah. To bring it back. And I did my presentation like all about Colorado. You're like, the mountains are amazing. I was like, it's like mountains (laughs) and like this flag with the sea. (laughs) And that's all I really knew. (laughs) And then that, and like lots of facts written on like a whiteboard. No about wonder Colorado. you were a peasant. <laughs> <laughs> you have two facts: flag with a C, mountains. A chic peasant, though. <laughs> a flirty, chic, fashionable peasant. I believe it. Same to this day. <laughs> Not much has changed. You're a peasant though that gets gifted glorious wishless things. Yeah. Oh God, the wish list has really saved my life. After annou- after Ryan announced his departure, I went on. You saw, I went yeah. on and announced to, that I needed. Well, someone just sent me a wish list. It was a time of need for you. It was a time of need, and then I went out out of town for this weekend to go to that dead show at the Gorge, and then came back to seven boxes of wish list items. I love that. And the greatest part was that I haven't updated the wish list in a long time, so it's kind of been picked over and like back when I was like really on top of my wish list game, I would be constantly refreshing things to the top so they'd like show up first and like mm. I'd really be like hoping that I get certain you things. You were on your queen queen's court game with the wish list. <laughs> what? And then <laughs> you let it fall time, down to peasant status. This time I let it fall down to peasant status and it was just like I got a variety that's almost better because then you just get a true variety of random things that you love that I love and that I really wanted. But like, I had no idea, like I had no idea what to expect. And frankly, I know Lara and I've known her for like five years now. Mm -hmm. And this wish list has been really nurturing to her this year. It really has because 
I truly did go into my birthday, and I think the readers know this, but I'll say it again. I went into my birthday like truly not knowing what I wanted to do and just feeling kind of like blase and whatever about the whole thing. And the wish list has really just shown me a lot of love and support that I didn't, that I kind of knew was there, but it really, it brought it home. Nothing brings it home like a gift. Also, you've realized that you're a compelling unboxer. <laughs> the fans really, love it. Yeah, people, people are really are, responding positively to my unboxing wishlist items on people Instagram. People I never thought were watching and were just like, I live for when Lara unboxes. I know, it was a real twist. Because I started to, like, there was some wishlist stuff that I didn't, because after I hit, like, 30 items or 20 items, I was like, I gotta stop, because people are probably getting annoyed. Like, I'd get annoyed with someone who was unboxing. I'm not annoyed. But people clearly aren't. People, people aren't. have reached out and said they love the wishlist. They want more wishlist wishlist stuff so it's working it's it's everyone wins when a wishlist gets involved when I, my wishlist i feel like i win when you get a goop crystal water bottle yeah you do like i'm excited to, i i've never understood the concept of unboxing and that there's like six-year-olds that get paid millions of dollars mm-hmm. but now i get it after watching you it I makes s- sense to me, although you could like be a little slower. Okay. And, like, you like it draw- long and drawn A little out. bit like, I wonder what this shape will be. We get a little bit of that, but I mean, the format is, you okay. know, you have to keep it in clips. So. Okay. I will, I'll try, I'll try some new attempts at unboxing because I'm still new. If that's not incentive to send her a gift. I, I don't, don't know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I don't, I truly don't understand unboxing. Like I would never watch that video. Why don't you try a little ASMR too and like create noises like soft soothing noises of like the cardboard slowly being undone like a like i feel like i need someone else to film it while i do you it, do because your one hand journey it's is hard, hard. The one hand journey so that's what was taking longer I but know, it sounds now, like a long one hand journey might be i will the help key. you okay i will help you unbox okay and and film it for you oh i love that this is turning into a whole production. Yeah. This is you great. need someone to like let you really explore the gift. Yeah. And like slowly reveal. Yeah. And like you can choose to be like lol or sensitive or seductive. Like, you know. Maybe or- I should start my like my Instagram TV channel that's just Ooh, a channel. That's a no for me. A, in IGTV is a no. I Every time I've tried to endure like a moment of them like, ooh. It's like I don't someone's long, I tried to long watch video of like waves crashing. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't need this. No, no one needs that. Or someone's that. just like obscenely long dialogue about something boring. I have not chanced upon a good IGTV. My goal is to get a really good IGTV going. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I think it's like I could program a channel with lots of different just like small acts. I think you need an app. I think I do need an app. Where it's like, just like you just subscribe to your app and pay like a minimal fee and you get podcasts, you get unboxing, you get lol outtakes, you get poems. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you even get some deals. Uh, you could get a deal. Oh, I love a deal. And so do I. I you know, know you do. <sighs> do you have any deals off the top of your head right now? If anyone sends me <laughs> some wishless items... <laughs> Because I'm going through it too. I don't, but I can just have them add to yours and you can put like initials next to them or something. That sounds like a. Hmm. I think that you, everyone's wishlist. I'm a super Should I make a wish list? Of wishlist journeys, but I'm not 
ready for anyone else's wish list to merge onto my wish list. Okay, I, I don't need to merge mine with yours. Yeah. So I'll make a wish list and strictly for the readers. Yeah. But in return, I'm going to provide deals. So what's the deal? I have to figure out like a price point, but like a ha- like a poem I might give or like a okay. handwritten or maybe just like 20 seconds of me like singing something random over a piano or like a happy dedicated birthday. song. Yeah, a dedicated song where I just sing someone's name for 30 seconds. Okay. Or a cameo type thing. <laughs> I think you should get on cameo regardless. I mean, it does sound appealing and kind of lol and fun, but at the same time, I'm worried that it just reeks of desperation unless your readers truly get that you're a lawler and i don't know that if i were to advertise that that people would really understand that i'm lolling about it i think as long as you know that you're lolling on cameo it doesn't really matter what other people think it kind like, of I does if like, it like spreads within like the twittersphere that it's like this is a sad move for this indie artist to do but i don't think that people would think of that with you like i feel like they think of that with nikki blonsky because she literally spends most of her time on instagram stories being like Please book me on Cameo. Uh, please, only today. Wouldn't just get your Cameo. Like, is always hawking it. And it's like, it. she makes it pretty clear that she's, like, living off of $20 Cameos. Which, no shade to no, her. Like, no. the hu- like, I respect any and all hustles of, like, getting money or, like, crowdfunding online. But there's a way to do it chicly and there's a way to do it bleakly. And I That's feel true. like Nikki Blonsky's taking the bleak Wait, route. as a deal, a deal to you, <laughs> uh-huh. would you help me make a wish list? Yeah, I'll and help you exchange, make a wish list. I'm just going to do babe for you whenever you want. Oh, cool. That's a deal. It's a pretty good deal. That's a deal I'm not, that I'm not I'll asking take. for a cut. That's a deal that I'll take. <laughs> this is gratis. <laughs> <laughs> well, not really. You're getting... Well, this. I got you to... Is lull it give with, take? No, you lull with me while we pick a few items. Yeah, and then, and then that's that's my payment. It's just then to, you're get just to spend call. that quality time with you. Yeah, and you're a babe on call. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah. So I think I guess I just decide arbitrarily what to respond with, but I don't know how to get the information from people. Create a Gmail account. I don't know. That's where it's like hard... I sent you, but then people can be like, I sent you this, but then why? Yeah, that's, that's been a tricky. hard part of the wish list. Is like some people only respond with like their first names and unless i like know them from instagram messages or something or know them from life then it's like just kind of a crapshoot but maybe if you like sign- if you include in your in your can you include an email yeah they can you include, include an email an address, address you could email that in my wish list then i'll be able to contact you with the deal back and if you don't like it, we can have a negotiation and I'm fine with that. Oh my God, love. But I might put my foot down at some point because yeah. we all have boundaries. That's you know? true. That's true. And you know, I'm going through a lot and you know, I have to self, self-preservation. Mm-hmm. Radical self-care. <laughs> Radical self-care. I'm just taking a cue from you and frankly, I'd be shocked if I received even a single item. But if I'm going to make a deal, why not make it with that? Yeah, that's a good deal to make. Um, my last deals were just giving things to the cast of Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, when no one took you which up no on one took it. So now deals. it's like... So now it's real. I should get a little bit of something to yeah. get back. No, it'll be good. And yeah, if anyone continues down a wishlist train for me... <laughs> you're your, like, wait, this wishlist journey that you're trying right now I'm is like, distracting from Somehow this my... wishlist got away from me and I'm trying to like... This will be edited out. 
Put your first and last name or your Instagram handle or some sort of identifying factor so that I can reach out. Oh, you're now giving deals back too? Well, no, I just want to be able to reach out because I send thank you notes from Amazon, like from the Amazon app. Are you trying to one up my deals? I'm just trying to say (laughs) there's one person here whose wish list is more important than another person's wish list. You be the judge, not me. I don't know. (laughs) That's outrageous to me. That's like I'm being thrown under the wish list bus by Lara. We'll see. I I encourage everyone to go on a wish list journey. No, try it out. Yeah, try it. See Dip your toe in the water. I know. See what you think. I was just sharing on Instagram that I have a major boner, but I, I know. and I want to take it further than Instagram and just like put it out into the world that I have the hugest crush on David Rudolph the defense attorney on the do, Netflix. Do you even know the name of the like the guy that's like accused of murder? Michael Peterson. Michael Peterson. I watched this, on the I watched staircase. the original one like Yeah. David Rudolph a while ago. The Staircase is like a Netflix show. Not originally. No, not originally. It's like I a true Sundance. crime documentary about this guy who like may or may not have murdered ladies by like pushing them down the staircase. And his defense attorney David Rudolph is like a fucking Fox. You were talking about that at lunch, and I was just like, "Show me a picture," and then I was just like, "You didn't hmm. get it." No, did it? Resonate? I chose on your story fifty-one fifty. You chose- <laughs> you gave an option, and I was like, it's "I not gave for an me. option to people on my Instagram." I was like, "Is a picture of him holding the blow poke, which is like my favorite thing that he does." And then I said, "He's either hot. Either you agree that he's hot." Or you think that I need to be 5150 and you said 5150. I mean, I don't really want you to be 5150, but I didn't, you didn't give me another option. That's true. So it was just like, it was kind of a hot or not. Yeah. And I was just saying not no. via 5150. He, I found out also that it's his birthday today. What? Yes. We should give him a deal. We should give him a deal. Wait, how do we contact him? If I any reader I'm out like, there knows how to contact, what's his name? David Rudolph. David Rudolph. He's, he's in North 70. Carolina. I have some North Carolina readers. If anyone can track down a way, is he still practicing? Yeah. Well, we can just email him. Or I could like go to North Carolina, commit murder, and then hire him. <laughs> the kind of sounds like one of your old. <laughs> that sounds like one of your old um, Cosmo sex tips. That is a Cosmo sex tip. If you haven't seen it, by the way, look up at Cosmo Sex Tips on Instagram and it's a lot of lol journeys that Lara and sometimes I made with Lara back in the day. Do you know what's weird though about that is what? that I can't get it back on my phone. What do you mean? Like I can't log in to I can't add any more Instagram accounts to my phone. You're supposed to be able to have 5, but I'm only I've been capped off at 3 and like not allowed to like put any anytime capped I even capped at 3? Yeah. I've got 4. I know that I'm like something happened. If anyone knows anyone at Instagram, I need I need some I need Instagram to make me some deals. Yes, <laughs> do. <laughs> you really do. Because I have also my like car modeling Instagram account. I know, but that one can like doesn't isn't a priority. That's not a priority. Cosmo Sex Tips is a big priority for me. Yeah, and it needs to be revived because truly it has provided me some of the biggest laws, so much so that I still to this day go back to it, read it to myself when I just want to lol. Yeah, and it's a good one. Uncontrollably. Yeah, it's a really good one. My favorite one is the Shamu one. So if everyone please go, go Cosmos X tips and read the Shamu tip. And read the um 
the the Coke one. What was that one called? Let Ugh, it snow. Let it snow. I love that a one. classic. I mean, they're all great. But. They're all great, but those two really are standout journeys. Yeah. yeah, but my sex tip for like getting with David Rudolph would be yeah. What would it be? Go to South. Go to North Carolina. Wait, I have a really good idea. What? Find out where he practices. Mm-hmm. Send him a blow poke. <laughs> wrapped in the amazon wrapping yeah with a love letter from you oh my god and say great i'm a huge fan of you and you holding a blow poke and i want to invite you on my podcast see what he says i would love to have him on the podcast you never know he might be a law you said he was a a lawler well he's always law like on the staircase they're randomly always lolling well then like, he'll love this. That's a time in my life when I would, if I was on trial for murder, I would not be <laughs> lolling as much as they're all lolling on the staircase. Also, they love to loll at gay people. On they love show. to loll at gay people. Every time someone brings up like bisexuality, it gets like uncomfortable. But in the courtroom, it turns into a lolgasm. Like uh, no one can like keep the lols inside. They're anti-bi and I'm pro all sexualities yeah so it's a really interesting journey but maybe i do maybe it is like i just need to get david on the podcast i think the best way to get his attention is probably by sending him like a, a chic blow poke yeah you know, I think use a little bit of the patreon money for that craft a really good note you could even poll okay. the people in patreon like which note is the most effective law mm-hmm. and, and like ask especially the people from north carolina like is this work for north carolina humor like <laughs> like is this kind of like <laughs> is this like regionally working for you <laughs> for you like people that live in north carolina please weigh in yeah, I, all or no yeah <laughs> Yeah, fair. I should probably, because I don't know yeah, about... I'd North- say do like three I drafts. I feel like I have a pretty decent handle on the law levels of North Carolina, but I don't know. You don't I can't really, say with 100% certainty that I know You're anything. tapped into a 25 to 45 law, mm-hmm. but not a 70-year-old law. No. So they I'm, can literally be like, let me show my Nana or my Grandpa... <laughs> And then they can find out whether like Nana and Grant's law. Yeah. And not only if they law the note, but if they would read the note and then be like, I want to go on like, I want to go on her podcast or at least just like send a selfie or something. Okay. So my big goal for like the next, I don't know. What should my goal be in the next two months is to have David Rudolph. I'll give you the summer. Okay. The summer by the end of July. I forgot that is two months. My bad. (laughs) The end of Labor Day. The end, by Labor Day, I'm going to have booked David Rudolph as a guest on Babe. Even if you have to do it over the phone. That's fine. Yeah. I love a phone. Or you never know. There's cheap flights in North Carolina. I'd love to take Babe on the road and just go on like a travel journey and I like know. go across America or the world and just talk to babes. I, I think that's a, the, because here's the deal. I like research. What is the deal? <laughs> <laughs> We're dealing with so many deals. I want to know which. Lay it on me. What is the deal? Here's the deal. David Rudolph is happily married to a woman named Sonia, and they have a daughter mm. who's very beautiful, and she's young. And I don't have any, like, that's, like, where I draw the line. Like, I'm not here to, like, okay, ruin everyone's flash. life. Sonia could be your in. You're probably not going to get David Rudolph to, like, openly cheat on his wife with I'm you. I'm not looking for that, no. because I'm not looking for that well, kind of Well, you karma. don't want Sonya to know that part of your history, the boner. Yeah. That's going to be potentially 
a flag to not be on the podcast. But maybe Sonia will but, lol and be like, you're well, right, my also, husband is hot. You wouldn't believe how many people have boners for him. And I'm going to be like, look, I'm not trying to pose any threat The chances that one of your readers in North Carolina knows Sonia, in my opinion, is very high. Okay. Sonia's also a babe as well. She was a journalist working on that working on that case on the trial oh. and reporting for it and then she reported for it then she became a lawyer, worked at his office and then married David and now they have a beautiful young daughter. I have a feeling and I don't mean to drag this on, but I really think your readers in North Carolina are going to send out the feelers to their Facebook groups or Instagram and find a way to get in contact with that family. Yeah. So that you all the way here in Los Angeles, can communicate with someone that's very important to you and law with them. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. And you do. can also find out like whether the blow blow poke is that what it's called? Blow poke. Blow, I don't even know what that is. P.S. It's like a thing to like stoke a fire with or something. But do you blow it? I don't know why the blow is involved. Are you sure it's called a blow poke? I'm like ninety nine point nine percent sure it's a blow. Feels poke. like a wood poke to me. Poke it's wood. definitely a blow poke. I think you blow through it. Hmm? I think you can blow onto the fire through the blow poke and then Wait, poke the what? fire. <laughs> Wait, like if you just have a fireplace that's not like a gas Wait, burning. Of fire. That long metallic stick is just something to blow through. No, I don't think so. I think so. It pushes logs. Yeah, but then it no, also the, blows the, the fire. Stoking, the stoking is that thing that's like, well, that's really old-fashioned. That's old-fashioned. You know, We're talking about I'm, newfangled oh fire well, call tools. Me. I'm a traditionalist. <laughs> <laughs> what was it I earlier that blow, I discovered was you, the conservative side of me? Oh, brewing. Oh, yeah. We could talk about that. Yeah, we should. But let me just solidify my blowpoke theory, which is that I think that the blow is you blow through it and then you, you poke with it. I guess that makes sense. And I don't feel like, I feel like you're probably right. I it mean, just feels weird to me that it's like that. But the funny thing is that I could Google it, but I'm choosing actively not to. Not to. Someone's going to tell you. Someone will tell me. But I just really like, please, North Carolina readers. And like also South Carolina because it's adjacent. Yeah. And like anyone Frank, in part? the general area, like it's like the Virginia. South. Yeah. Virginia. Like is he in what part of South I mean, North Carolina is he in? It's a good question. We'll just call it central. Is he just, in the like? He's in the Carolinas. We'll just open it up to like a vague. He's in the Carolinas. I you get, never know. Someone in Atlanta might know too. Let's open it up to just like the, the south. south. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in the if south I'll, and you know David Rudolph <laughs> and you think and you know him well enough to know that he's a lawler and would respond positively to an invitation to come on my podcast, babe. I think maybe we should just open up to America. Yeah. Or the world. We'll fuck at the world. <laughs> <laughs> you never know if someone... Because Germany plays a role in that that show, too. I know. So if any German readers know him or have interacted with him... Basically, if you know David and can... Fer, can or like, can spread the word about finding someone that knows David. Yeah. Or his wife or his child. Yeah. No, let's leave the child. She's a minor. I'm not like... Oh, I thought she was an adult. No. They have a young child, which is oh, kind of a babe. So I thought, They're both fairly older. They only have one child and it's a minor? I think they have a daughter together. Oh, I thought when you said she was in the in the docuseries, I was like... No, Whoa. she's not in the docuseries. She's just on the Sonya's Instagram. <laughs> Jesus, you went a little far. I went far, but someone sent it to me. I didn't seek it out. <laughs> Sonia's you could just straight up DM Sonia. There's your answer. Yeah. Maybe oh, you don't need true. the world. Maybe I don't need the world. Maybe the answer lies within me DMing Sonia. But I like 
the readers because you never know about connections. Yeah. And I'm, I have to keep it on the DL for at least the next 24 hours because I don't want Sonia to see me talking about her husband in like a derogatory way. Yeah. And also I think this probably won't go live for a couple of days. Yeah. So we'll be, I think you'll be safe. We'll be safe. Let's talk about Bruce. S- <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to glaze over that because I don't necessarily want to talk about Bruce. But I thought this was like a free zone. It is a free zone. I mean, you talked about, I've so been, many things I know, on I've this like, podcast. But I really draw the line at like a poop. poop. <laughs> no, I think that... You've talked about so... Well, first of all, we should just say that me, you, and our friend... Chris, our friend Christine. Have a text chain called Brosty's Brewery. Well, we have to take it way... <laughs> we have to take it way back even further to like how we came up with the term brewing for pooping. Come on. Let them know the deal. <laughs> We went to Joshua Tree. Did we brew there that hard, though? We went to Joshua Tree, and then you were really hungover, and then Christine and I kidnapped you oh and took God. you to the Salton Sea. Which was such a troll. Which was a pretty big troll, but also a lol. And then when we were... Then they we had literally to stay. kidnapped me. I just want to just say, I had a night where I like was like mollied out and listening to that first song on the Rihanna anti-album with SZA for literally eight hours like staring at the sky they thought i was dead we all went out to dinner (laughs) at this like saloon in joshua tree and like had some margs and some nachos and then went back to like the airbnb and christine and i were like we're tired like we want to watch like the intern with robert de niro and like relax and then ed was like just like popped to molly and like took some shrooms and was like i'm going on a journey and we were like uh okay well you had done it the night before we had done it we had done it the night before but it was not it was like this night was gonna just be like a chill come down for, yeah it was like yeah like two nights in a row you were a not lot. in like a chill mood we decided to just like have like a chillax night but then ed was like not on that same tip the intern is a null for me you were just like weren't into chilling you were like wanting to turn up so then you popped some mollies and then solo solo solo. and i was like this is i'm tapped out of this and then we tried to like watch the intern but it like wasn't happening so then we just like went to bed and i wake up at like four in the morning to like the sounds of like pounding bass coming from outside the house Mm -hmm. so i was like and i knew that you had really been into that rihanna song and then i started to recognize the bass as that song yeah yeah and in my head, I was like, oh my God, maybe he's just having like a solo car listen moment and like hopefully it'll stop soon. <laughs> and then I just laid there for like an hour and then it was never stopping. It was the same song over and over. And I was like, okay, well. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast. And this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Either Ed's like really vibing out in the car. That's what I was doing. <laughs> to this song, or he's like fully OD'd and is like dead in the car <laughs> with this song on loop. And I was like, either way, like 
So I just kept putting off like having to go out there and see because I truly was like, I don't want to like have to deal with like dead Ed. <laughs> <laughs> it was you at a pretty peak babe moment. Then I went outside and I see you just like in the front seat, just like dancing around and like your seats fully reclined. You're just staring through the skylight, just writhing and like texting internationally. <laughs> I was communicating with whoever was awake. Yeah, because the, no one in America was awake anymore, so you'd had to take things to Europe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great night. It was a great night for you. And then... Then you guys then made a weird executive out. decision to hide. Well, then Christine me. came out, and we all lolled and like watched the sunrise. And then you finally... like passed out around like 9 a.m and then we all slept for a little bit and then christine and i were i was like he's gonna be really fragile when he wakes up like let's oh my god that bird ruining lives. let's kidnap him let's kidnap him and we'll drive his car to the salton sea which is a place i've always wanted to go and been intrigued by ever since i saw the movie starring val kilmer which is by the way readers, not a great movie it's really really dark there yeah it's really gross there and like i was in flip-flops and there was thousands of fish skeletons yeah the salton sea is just like an abandoned lake like man-made lake i think in california that like is now like rotting and like creating like allergy problems for no people. asthma problem like major respiratory problems yeah it's like a no it's a no-go zone now so mm. we got in when right under I think it was pretty bad then, too. Yeah. But we were passing through. But we were passing through, and then... And we, then we brewed. And then we couldn't find any places to stay, so then we had to stay in Borrego Springs. Which is surprisingly close to the Mexican border. Yeah. So anyways, this is like a long... This is a story I realize has gotten slightly long-winded, but we're getting to the brew zone. Yeah. So, Salton Sea was scary. Salton Sea was scary and like very methy and trailery, which I personally loved. And there was a beautiful sunset. It was a beautiful sunset. Then we stayed the night in Borrego Springs, ate a surf and turf because we were there for surf. Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> a meal that took There's four hours. Nothing like very like inland surf and turf moment. Yeah. Um, and then we left the next morning and on the way back, we stopped at like a strip mall to get coffees and I got like a cinnamon roll and then I oh had, my God. you got more than a cinnamon roll. I got roll. a cinnamon roll and like a cheese roll and ate them, ate them both. both. And they were literally, I'm not trying the size to of your head. They were the size of someone's head. Each I love, yeah. Well, you I'm both when I get hungry, when I need to feed post surf and turf, po- you just need <laughs> Post you need two giant The only head thing rolls. I needed was more food. <laughs> yeah. No, I like I was on vacation and I like to feed when I'm on vacation. Yeah. So then after drinking all that iced coffee and eating all that food, <laughs> it was imperative that I shit. So I went into the bathroom to like do my thing. And <laughs> <laughs> And you texted me. You were being really rude. This is not rude. You were taking forever. Well, I can't. Sometimes you need to take a long time. You can't just be like, and then be gone. So I needed to have like a moment to just like chill and get a sense of my surroundings. I was in a strange town (laughs) and like needed to relax so that I could push it out. Toluca. I don't remember what it was. It wasn't Toluca Lake. It was like somewhere far away. So Ed texted me. 
pinch it off and let's go. <laughs> and then I came out of the bathroom and Christine was like, what, like, did you go? And I was like, yeah, I had a cold brew brew. Or what did I say? Now I can't even remember. You were like, sucks. I had like a shortened brew because you told me to pinch it off. And then we were lolling about it. And then, and then no. Oh, and then I was like, I need to use the restroom. I was like, extensively pre pre restroom. I was like, I need to use the restroom. I got a cold brew. I'm about to release a cold brew or something like that. And then we were laughing because it was like calling poop a brew which is true it's always brewing in it's you. always brewing in you and then when like if you brew in different if you brew in different cities you like open micro breweries yeah because exactly. <laughs> anywhere in the world will give you a different kind of brew yeah you can have different brews at different times so then we decided so it was a worthy discussion to have its own group chat. Yeah. And so now we have a group chat specifically dedicated to, to any and all brew updates. Especially difficult ones. Right now, our other friend on the chain is go- has been having severe diarrhea <laughs> for, for two, two weeks. weeks. Which honestly is that's so a- much better than constipation. But also that's like cause a deep cause for concern. I was constipated once for eight days in Thailand and it was all that sticky rice and it was really really traumatizing did you bloat up everything was i was cranky i was stuck on a boat and like everyone was like stop you're just like stop talking about it get over it and i was like i have to just please get it out of me how do you get it out i literally took like a thousand laxatives and then it then nothing happened then i took two thousand and then finally i had like a four hour like spiritual experience (laughs) (laughs) where i literally it went through so many phases it was like dante's inferno was like all the layers of hell (laughs) it was every type of brew you could imagine like soft serve liquid like rock hard like stretchers like it was honestly a truly like profound but painfully horrifying experience like on a non-air-conditioned like small like rocking back and forth boat bathroom whoa that is a journey it was Really not fun, but I learned my lesson. Always You opened up a flagship brewery in Thailand on a boat. I just, now I'm just like never travel without a A laxative. The last time I took laxatives, it didn't go well for me. So I just (laughs) It often doesn't. No, it doesn't. But for me, I have a strong constitution, as you can tell. I, I was... Going, I was dating this guy and we'd been dating for like a month and we decided like when we started dating, I was like, I want to wait to like sleep together and like say I want it to be like special and meaningful, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, okay, like for your birthday, let's go down to San Diego for the weekend. And that's like where we'll consummate our relationship. And I was like, okay, perfect. Like love that plan. So leading up to San Diego, like I've, I've, I've since like gotten way less precious about like brewing, but like this was pre, this was pre brew, I think. Or no, brewing in front of a new love is difficult. Yeah. Or just even having them know that you're brewing. Yeah. I just like didn't want him to know. Like, I don't want to like fuck for the, I don't want to associate us fucking for the first time with like that huge shit Lara took. (laughs) Like, (laughs) it's just like not for me. It's not for a lot of people. I want to be remembered. Yeah. So, 
The things I was people like, do to hide a brew. Yeah, I when mean, you're all first dating, it. like you can't. And it's, so you get frantic. I was like, okay, I'll pop a couple laxies the night before <laughs> we leave, and then I'll just like have a brew blowout like <laughs> pre-trip. And this was the plan. Except it's actually a pretty good plan. It's a great plan. But then. They didn't. Did kick. you choose like extended release tablets or something? No, it was like you take them and then you go to sleep, and then in you're the morning wake you wake up, and, up and just like blow out, and then you're all clear. So I you woke didn't know up about suppositories. Did you? No, I mean I'm new to the game. That's only twenty minutes, and then you're ready to go. Wow. Okay. Well, good to know. I love right. that. Just want to let the readers know. So. <laughs> I woke up and like was getting ready and like nothing was happening. And so then I was like, okay, like when any day now, like any second now, did you get like a big coffee? No. So then I waited around for a long time for it to happen. And then I was like late getting over to his house. And then I finally got there and I was like, there's no, like no brew has gone down. And now it's like just a countdown to a blowout. And so we get on the road and he's like, let's get something to eat. And I was like, okay. And he's like, let's get in and out. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I just like went ham at in and out. <laughs> I ate like a, a burger, fry, like animal style fries and like a milkshake. Because I was just hungry. Yeah, why not? But then I was like, now I'm really setting myself up for some trouble. <laughs> you were living on the edge. I was clearly. living on the edge. So then we like get back on the road I and we had to like, style. we had to go first to like this basketball game that he was like writing about. So it sounds like, like my nightmare know, trip, by nightmare. the way, like San Diego plus basketball. I know it was like, no. sorry, San Diego. No, but. it's fine. So <laughs> we are like on the road and he like picks a fight about oh. something. Like my oh. birthday was coming up. And so he's like, Fun. he like was getting mad at me because like, I had done ketamine before or something. He was like mad. He was mad that I had done ketamine and that I was like planning on doing Molly on my birthday. And I was he like Mormon or something? No, he was just like peeved about it. Like he had a chip on his shoulder. He was like thought it was like the worst thing that you could possibly do was like ketamine. I was like, babe, trust it's not. But <laughs> I was like, what I've seen, it's definitely not. But so I was. He was like fighting with me about it, but that when he started this fight in the car was when my brew clock started ticking. And so (laughs) I was literally scary. The clock is scary. And I was literally like having moments where I was like, Oh my God. Like when you know, when your body goes into full cold sweat and you're like, I'm going to shit my pants like in this car, like your stomach rumbles and like things churn. And then it becomes the craziest countdown of your life. (laughs) And so then you like, stave it off you like clench and just like clench your whole body and then like it goes away and you're like i bought myself like five more minutes <laughs> all you it's, get it's like contractions it's like <laughs> a baby. not that we know but that's what i imagine it is and so then like and finally i was like um, the final wave finally think, comes. I was like, do you think you could pull over maybe? Like, I really need to pee. And he was like, can you just like hold it, please? Like, we're running late. Like, we're going to be like this game. Like, please. And I didn't want to be like, I'm going to shit myself. You don't pull over. Like, please. And so he was like, no. And so I was like, okay. <laughs> so I just like continued to hold. Honestly, the Brutus was insane. Like, no. Yeah, it was a no. So then you I can't just, be. So I held, and then 
we like get to this gym, this like high school gymnasium where there's basketball. Wasn't even like a pro no, basketball. It was like a high school basketball <laughs> game tournament. So we get to the gym and he like parks the car and I just like got out of the car and started like <laughs> the speed fast walk. walk. I fast walked, like power walk, but like they do in Olympics Poop where you just like you're just wiggling. Also, but, like, the, when you know it's the ba- the toilets in your horizon <laughs> is the hardest moment of all. The hardest moment because of all. Because suddenly it's like your butthole is like it's coming, but then you're like you're like like just even a drop's gonna come out and you're just like oh fuck no because if you release and it's not like you can't even release a second no because it will be a brood out no it's once it's gone it's gone yeah so it was like fully just like even when you see the toilet the three seconds yeah that can also be like i've had moments where it's just like pull them down (laughs) i was like Sorry, I just am rushing in. Like, I really have to pee, like, so bad. And I remember him being like, uh, can you wait? Like, just, like, kind of being still rude. And I was like, no, it's just, like, so, so cool. It's, like, just a desperate moment. Like, I really have to pee. You don't understand. So then I, like, go find the bathroom in this, like, gymnasium. <laughs> that Thankfully, it was, like, a loud, like, public basketball, like, tournament with, like, lots of people in and out of the bathroom. So it, I could just, like, fully release and, like, not ha- be, like, causing a scene. And I was in there for probably like 15 minutes and like I got out like with a sense of relief I with a imagine. sense of relief but I was also like covered in a sheen of sweat like <laughs> I was truly you like, were shaken I was shaken by this entire laxative <laughs> journey and like also like not in the mood to fuck later that day. <laughs> It totally sucked the fuck. Yeah, it sucked the, my fuck energy right out of me. And then he's like, where were you just now? And I was like, oh, I was just in the bathroom. Like, there was, like, a really long line. And then we just, like, never spoke of it. But it was Did you fuck? Later that day, yes. But it was not. Were you just like, ugh. It was not. I was not feeling very sexy after that. <laughs> but he was just like, yeah. Yeah. And it was just like. This is not like the fuck fest of my dreams. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible weekend. It was a bad weekend. <laughs> and it's like that relationship didn't work out. I would imagine. The writing was on the wall. <laughs> can I pee? No. No. No, I'm no, sorry. No, can you just hold it? I was like. And don't do ketamine. <laughs> I was like, trust me, nothing's making me want to rail like two fat lines of K more than you like Tell not you letting not me to. go take a shit. <laughs> saying no to my pee journey (sighs) well that really that really took a turn into an unexpected territory but i'm not mad at it no i think it's important ground to cover because guess what guess what we've all been there we've all been there and if you deny it you're a liar you're a liar and i don't even want to talk to you and everyone brews but it is like the first part of a relationship, I'd just rather mm. go like the first three months with like, yeah. a, I don't, I don't personally. Discreet brewing. Discreet. I'm with you. I don't want to know like when my no. like new love has like. I still don't really want to know. And no. it's not that much fun to walk into the bathroom and smell yeah. your partner's brew. It's nice. Like if they light a match or open a window or like I have Palo Santo now in my bathroom that yeah. I encourage everyone. It's never fun. No, it's never fun. But you, but it, you, you get can, used you to You can it. just be like, well, that's life. Because if you live together, I mean, I know some couples that are like fully transparent about taking a shit. That will never be me. That probably won't be My me. parents used to shit with the door open. They didn't even have a bathroom door. That's how open they were. And like, they'd leave In their, their master bedroom? Yeah. 
Or just like in the rest of the house. The master bedroom had no door to the bathroom. That's my nightmare. And so they shit pee in front of each other and like also leave the door open and like we'd like wander in sometimes and you just like see their knees poking out. <laughs> and it would just be like, what? <laughs> They're total former hippies, but like too much for me. Yeah, that's a little too hippy dippy for me yeah. too. My brother and I like would lock the door when we went. Yeah, I still lock the door. <laughs> I don't lock the door here. No. Because I feel like a knock is just sort of obvious. Yeah. It's your house. Yeah. But like, like this past weekend when I was camping at the gorge, my body went into brew shutdown. There was nothing. Can I tell you a brew story about camping before we change subjects? (laughs) Only if it's one that involves a hike. It involved a... Oh, I have two brew stories. (laughs) I don't know if I want to tell the second one. It's too fresh. It's too fresh. (laughs) But when Sometimes I was in sixth grade, traumatic brew, wait, this you need circles time. back. This okay. circles back to my, oh my year God, in Colorado. The year in Colorado, the year I missed the Africa year in, in Boston. When I was in Colorado, the class trip was to the Arches National Park in Utah to camp. But then they were like, every day you like had to like go on like a walkabout kind of vibe by yourself and like basically journal, which is like mm-hmm. cool, That's like whatever. Fine. Annoying, but fine. Yeah. And so. I like just, you know, especially when you're at that age, you just like really don't plan brews. You just aren't thinking about like when's your next brew. Mm-hmm. Like when you're like 12 or something. No. It just like happens and yeah. you deal with it. So I was really, really far like out. Like and I wandered and I was like sitting there and then I was like, oh my God, like the clock came. Mm-hmm. And it's a barren desert of just rock and sand. Yeah. No leaves. No leaves, nothing. <laughs> and then panic totally hit. And like, <laughs> I had to like, I then started scavenging for the smoothest rock I could find. <laughs> like a flat disc of a rock. More like just a smooth round one. Cause like a disc wouldn't, I didn't, I, I didn't like want to scrape. I wanted to. The landscape of arches is not conducive to a flat, smooth rock. I found a smoothish rock. Okay. And that was all that I had. <laughs> that was all that I had to clean myself. And I thought I had found like a really like chill location because it was like a very big park. Uh-huh. And I had like wandered for a while. But somehow someone had managed to like discover my brew and call me out on it. <laughs> they I were like, it was you. They must have seen that I'd gone to that region and like chanced upon my shit. And then, like, in front of a bunch of they're like, there was a nice gift you left that yesterday on your like journaling session. And I was like, what? And I was like, they're like, you know. And I was like, <laughs> and they're like, what the hell did you even use? And I was like, a smooth rock. <laughs> That it was a really traumatic. hard year for me. That is a sucky Skiing year. with second graders and having a smooth rock Arches National Park moment. I hate that. It wasn't fun. It stuck with me. Think, clearly. Yeah, clearly. I love hearing, like, now I'll never think of that song Colorado the same way. <laughs> it's different. That's a little, that, those lyrics are about. Well, those lyrics aren't about brewing, but. And those ones aren't about brewing now. I'm sure I could find, like, some secret brew messages. If you want. (sighs) Well, I hope you got your fill. (laughs) Should we? Okay, wait. I want to do a call to arms for the readers and say, what's your brew journey? Yeah. Share. 
Sure, you can be anonymous too. You, oh, they're always anonymous. Oh. Yeah, I don't put anyone on blast. I won't put you on bl- brew blast. Yeah, share us. But I want to know share with any of the readers ever like shit their pants or had a crazy brew story. Like, let's normalize this. I've never shit my pants. Yeah, we, there's no more stigma or shame. I feel- but I know a friend that has three shitting pants stories and he calls it the trilogy <laughs> and honestly he doesn't live that far and i would kill for him to come tell a story maybe in a future episode maybe just for like app. 15 minutes because it's truly truly one of the most unbelievable sagas yeah like it's and i'm not going to spoil it because i think he could he would be a great just like 15 20 minute like brew revisit yeah i i have never shit my pants thank god me too thank god but i've gotten really close well you've probably sharded i've sharded a three times <laughs> <laughs> you sure it was three yeah okay i remember each time very clearly <laughs> and i was really unhappy when each time that it happened well gays have it really hard because like especially if you bottom then you like come shart and like <laughs> and you're just like oh i just have to like let out a little like fart and then it's like oh shit it's a cum shark <laughs> <laughs> i mean if the gays out there definitely know what i'm talking about unless they immediately after sex like and like, shark well go to the bathroom immediately yeah. which i think a lot of people do and like a lot of times i do but sometimes you're just like tie tie and you're like hmm you're like that was fun and yeah then you're just like or you like wash off quickly and like forget about the fact that there's like coming you yeah it's hard out there isn't just don't women ever have like a residual cum like vagina journey yeah that like drips out the next day or something mm-hmm. what do you totally. call it i don't know i've like never come queef no because a queef would it assume that you're just gonna let her rip like a queef and then the <laughs> so cum it's a comes slow out. drip more yeah i think it's just like you get up and go pee the next morning and you're oh. like you wipe and then you're like oh <laughs> yeah there's some well, cum left over yeah but well, yeah i don't know it's There's not go really somewhere. a name for that amongst females, but maybe well, if, wait, if any that's readers, another call to readers. Yeah, if any readers have a name for like or the can come up with a cum, good name, that's a great deal. Yeah, that's a great. Deal. We'll, we'll shout you out. We'll shout you out if, if you, you can come up, come up with a name for when you just let come sit in you and then, and then you queef it out <laughs> <laughs> or push it out this accidentally. Took a real, this took a turn into territory that I don't know if the readers are going to love or they're going to hate, but I hope they well, love it. If, if Ryan Things can talk about now. his butthole all the time. Yeah. There was a like lot of loose asshole big, talk. So what's the big deal? What's with the big brew? deal? It's like, we're not actually, you know, it's just poop. We, we've all been there. Yeah. Like if you have a, like really, really like sensitive constitution, maybe you should just put like before the episode, like if you're triggered People by poop aren't talk, triggered by poop talk. I never am. I can, t- I, if someone talks about like a horror poop story at dinner, I can st- kill keep eating yeah i love it i have no problems no as long as i don't have to see it or smell it i'm Mm -hmm. fine yeah no 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 but a law is a law a law is a law okay let's do reader mail i love too if you thought that reader mail was ending it's Mm. not no it's still going so here's what we're talking about Lara, loving the Patreon access. If Ryan thinks Anne Hathaway is a babe, he deserves to be kicked straight off the <laughs> podcast. No denying she's a, quote, good, quote, actress. But she's just such an eye roll. I forgot my cousin's birthday a few weeks ago. She is also a longtime reader of the pod. I submitted a request for Nikki Blonsky to make a cameo, $20, and she delivered less than two hours later. Still in that same dark room with a greasy ponytail. Bleak. Here it is. Anyways, have a beautiful summer. 
This feels like a declarative reader mail. This was. Some reader mail is just like a declaration of what they're going through. Let's see what Nikki had to say, though. I should get a Nikki one. A lot of people I know have been doing it for Nikki lately. Yeah, Nikki's been a big hit. Jeffrey Self did it. And so did this other comedian that I follow in New York. Hey, Ella, it's Nikki Blonsky from the movie Hairspray. I wanted to wish you a belated 25th birthday. And so does your cousin and BFF. They feel really, really horrible about the forgetting to wish you a happy birthday. So they wanted me to do it. So happy birthday to you. <laughs> happy birthday, Ella. Have a beautiful summer. Wow. I love that she included a sing in the birthday. She's committed to her cameos. Yeah, that's sweet. Happy birthday, Ella. Happy birthday, Ella. Wow, love this. Hi, Lara. Please enjoy this exchange between my brother and I. My messages are on the right. She says, lol, just remembering that video of the girl pretending to be Taylor bringing out her guests. Then her friend said, that girl is Lara. Then that person said no. Then they said yes. He said, how long have you known? I'm baffled. I've known since the beginning of Babe. I thought you knew. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's definitely a high schooler in my memory. (laughs) Lara just has that youthful energy. Love. Clearly, I agree with your former classmate that you can play a teenager. Also, please enjoy that you're the first name only in our daily conversations. Live, laugh, love. That's sweet. I love that I'm here for this I because I filmed it. You filmed Please Welcome to the Stage. And it was fueled by my rage towards Taylor Swift. Yes, you had a lot of rage towards Taylor Swift. But we turned that rage into a lol. We sure did. And Simon was there, my boyfriend. And so yeah. was Christine. <sighs> and we all came up with ideas. But your delivery was one of the biggest lol weekends of, of my life. life. Yeah, that was when the the lols broke through, and I think we also legendary. had like a, we were on like again like a post Molly journey. We were on a bit of a like hangover fragile journey, Which where like do you, so you guys know when like you're like hungover in the right way, and you get to the giggle zone, not the wrong kind of hangover, like yeah. a hangover where you hit you, a giggle zone where you can't stop. You can't stop laughing, and everything that everyone says is the most hysterical thing you've ever heard, and you're just in like a lol zone. We were tapped in for the remainder of the day it's a unique hangover space to be in we still talk about it like when we're like i'm in the lol hangover zone yeah but that was a truly epic moment and i love that whoever thought i was a teenager i'll take it yeah and we also then proceeded to listen to it probably 300 times in the car ride home from palm springs we did and then ed sent it to every single person he knew yeah i sent it to my friend at gawker and i was like we gotta get this out there and then it worked yeah it was a great it was a great success moment it was a good pr moment it was a great pr moment almost three years ago yeah i need a million views (laughs) (laughs) we'll pr we'll pr this we'll pr the babe we'll pr babe Although I'm not sure how much I want to advertise outside of the babe readers, um, my poop journeys, but it's cool. Dear Lara and Ryan, but mostly Lara, <laughs> I love babe truly madly and deeply and thus have spread the gospel of Lara and Ryan to my best friend and cousin Danny and my husband, possibly the only hetero male listener, babe. Both are obsessed, but Danny is a beautiful, talented artist and decidedly not hetero. Not sure that this is relevant, but felt necessary to specify. Really took to the podcast like a butch to a coney dog. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Never heard that. Say. Oh, like my dad. Oh. 
lesbian slang or something. Same. I, was like, I was like, what? I was like, A, I have a big problem with you calling them butches and like, yeah. reducing them to the just. But then it could have been a butch gay guy. I was too. like, I guess lesbians do love coney dogs. I don't know. And then I was like, that's mean. But it's my dad, butch, and his love of coney dogs. It was a huge misunderstanding. A Continue. Huge misunderstanding. Continue. <laughs> Needless to say, we've been lolling about our babe listening journey daily as Danny catches up with the episodes. Less than one week goes by before Danny sends me this. And it's a screenshot of Ryan's announcement. We are shooketh, bone chilled, trolled, and completely bubbing out, not even babing out. As we try and unpack all our emotions during this time, both Danny and I shared some thoughts, discussed coping mechanisms, etc. Crystals, Xanax, Miraval, vape. They then felt compelled to recount your journey with a past podcast, which could be completely inaccurate to Danny, who's a true empath. And now I feel compelled to share that conversation with you. Screenshots below. Just know we are sticking with you on your babe journey, have already ordered the Lara style merch, and are sending all the love, light, and laws to you. XOXO. Love. And then it's a text chain of them just like really going through it. Do you want to read the text chain? We don't have to read the text chain. Because it goes down the road of like past podcast drama and this really is like not looking forward this is looking forward and truly it's like a non-drama situation it's just like this this part is over and we're moving on you know yeah but i feel you it's an unsoothing twist and i feel bad for the readers that have abandonment issues because i knew they were going to be triggered well but you know what I this hope is a good, a good little substitute. You're a great substitute. And this is a lesson for the readers that the universe will keep on trolling you Mario boss style. <laughs> and the, just consider this a Mario boss style troll test from the universe. And we're all going to emerge stronger. I want to come in for my little princess arc for like a couple apps. Yeah. Before I embark on other journeys. Love. <laughs> okay. Dear Lara. I'm a 22, almost 23-year-old babe going into her senior year in college. Yeah, I know. It took me a little longer to get there, but I had a depressive babe issues to turn into babe issues before I could get into the right place to learn first. I was actually really excited when I heard Lara mention therapeutic boarding school a few episodes back because that was also a part of my journey, but that's besides the point. Anyway, I realized to live my present day babe truth, I needed to get to a place where I could have a glass of wine with dinner like a classy bitch I am without an RA giving me ridiculously expensive fine. So three weeks ago, I moved into my first apartment with a girl I was okay friends with, but not anywhere near best friends. A week into our lives as apartment mates, it was her birthday, so we invited a whole bunch of friends over. I remember it as being incredibly fun and definitely wanting to do it more often. However, in the two weeks since, almost every night, there have been at least three other friends over at my apartment. They drink our wine, beer, cider, liquor, whatever, then smoke weed and eat most of our snack stock while they have the munchies. Then they pick something dumb to watch on TV that I'm not interested in, but I can't just go sit in my room and watch Netflix because whatever's streaming on the TV usually takes up so much of our bandwidth that I can't do anything. The friends in question can't host because one is living in a summer dorm, one claims her apartment is too small, and one has an apartment mate that would find whatever authority he could and report it if he saw any of the friends who are still under 21 drinking or smoking within his apartment. It's summer and most of us barely have part-time jobs and I know things will settle down a little, but is it babe of me to be freaking out about my apartment becoming a 24-7 babe fest? Or should I just calm down by smoking more of their weed since they have so much of it? Live, laugh, love, antisocial apartment adult. 
This would really deeply unsoothe me. To be honest, I, I already can relate to this and I hate it. Yeah, I don't love it. I feel like, I mean, I don't know what your budget for internet is, but I would suggest getting the fastest possible internet that you can so that you can stream in your room and just like peace out whenever you want to. Um, and then also maybe it's like you just talk to your apartment mate and you say, I think you need to be honest about how it's trolling you because I think if you let your resentments build up, you're going to end up having like a blowout fight. Yeah, and for sure. you do not want to go down that road. So I feel like if you came to your apartment mate and were just like, like, I love the, like, I love our friends, but... Are they mutuals though, really? I don't know. It all started from the night where like, they just invited some people over and then it just turned into like a party place. Yeah. Like a every night party zone. That's an unsoothe. That's an unsoothe. I feel though, like maybe hopefully if you talk in, talk to your apartment mate and just say like, try and agree on like maybe three nights a week, you'll have people over, but four nights a week, you'll just like keep it chill. Yeah. Like try and come to some sort of compromise. Cause you do live together, but like, there has to be some chill time. It's oppressive to have people over all the time, like partying. It's and- deeply unsoothing. It's not good for you to like get into your Zen mode. And like, it also just encourages like insane, like alcoholism and drug use all the time. Yeah. But like, just one last comment. Mm-hmm. If I were you, I probably wouldn't have the cool that you have right now. So kudos to you for not babing out too hard. Cause I would probably freak out and be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I mean, She's also young, so I feel like you can put up with a lot more shit when you're in your early 20s. I know. That is true. You can, but it's also good to just, like, compromise and set boundaries. Yeah. And if you... My thing is, like, if you see something, say something. If they start eating your food, that's a real problem. Well, if it's also, like, it's just, like, you can't get, like, watch... You can't live your life and have your chill journey while they're over there, that's a problem. Yeah. So maybe it's like you s- come up with an amount of nights a week that are party nights, and then Anytime you also crush. decide we're going to get mega fast fucking internet. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, it was cable. Yeah. <laughs> and a, D- a DVR box meant the world. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's do one more. Hi, Lara. We've chatted a few times on Instagram, so we're practically BFFs, right? Anyways, I've been listening to Ryan's last episode in bits and pieces because I was shocked when I listened earlier this week and immediately shut it off. Drove into Starbucks, turned on sup, and practically rage drove to work. (laughs) I heard the portion this morning about you moving out of your childhood home and it really resonated with me. A little over a year ago, my parents moved out of the home they lived in while I was in middle school and high school and beyond. It was the same house that I was sexually assaulted and virginity lost in the incident in when I was in high school. I didn't realize that I struggled when I would go visit, sleepless nights, secretly eating, etc. Now that they're across town, I'm from a small town in South Georgia, and it is so different going to visit. I sleep very well and don't have my usual urges. Who knew such a dark cloud could live in a place for so many years? You'd mentioned that your perpetrator lived down the street so you wouldn't have to drive by their house anymore. I hope you'll keep us posted on how it is for you when you visit next time. It has helped me tremendously to go visit a new space with family. I hope you find peace like I have when going back to your hometown. Thank you so much for being so open about your journey, especially speaking so open and honestly about your sexual assault. I've worked through therapy and all that, but it doesn't help nearly as much as hearing someone else went through something similar and is thriving now. 
I hope babe continues on because it brings me so much joy to my life and it's helping me get off my ass to walk my dog more. Ha ha. Tell Ryan that I understand. Not really, but fake it till you make it right. And I wish him well. Not really. I'm still pretty pissed, but I'll just get over it with lots of Vanderpump posts and James May t-shirts with love and light. P.S. I saw your gorge post. I used to be tour manager. That was my favorite venue ever. It's so beautiful and spiritual there. I hope you enjoyed your trip. I deeply enjoyed my trip. It was so fun. And uh, yeah, I mean, I will, I'll keep everyone posted on my home visit journeys right now. It's funny because my mom moved into a house that's literally like next to the neighborhood where I used to go and like smoke weed in my friend Chris and Brendan's like garage and I got arrested like down the street from her house and the police station I got taken to is down the street from her new house so there's like memories everywhere but I prefer those memories to the other neighborhood so it's fine I can say that I've been to the gorge a bunch played sasquatch three times and now it's over forever i know it just like was announced that it's over but i also want to say i really appreciate all your guys's honesty as a listener myself or reader excuse me thank you so um yeah i mean the funny thing about going home is that there's always i think going to be a lot of memories for me especially like in summertime i was actually like shocked that when I went back home, like I haven't been there in the summer in a long time. And like when I landed and walked out of the airport, it was like the hot, like summer air, like immediately brought me back to like a very specific, like teenage emotional place that I hadn't felt in a long time. And so that was like shocking. Cause I guess I always just think that I'm over stuff. And then it turns out that I'm like not super over it. No, there's a lot of things I'm not over. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just like part of life is like you have to like work on yourself and like confront those things. And that's like also part of part of just why I'm excited to be like doing this podcast on my own. And then also like, I don't know, getting all my like podcasting business stuff together and moving forward to a place where hopefully I'm hiring like editors and producers soon and giving myself more time to write is that like, it's really important for me to write about that stuff. And like, I have to carve out time to be able to do that and like tell those stories and like, I cryptically write lyrics about like traumatizing events, but don't explicitly yeah discuss them in like songs but it's very cathartic it helps so much it helps a lot yeah and it helps even more being able to just talk about it openly and like have and relate to other people and you know Mm -hmm. just like we had our long conversation at lunch today yeah and the pain gets less and less with time with everything yeah so but yeah well i'm sorry that you had that journey too but i'm glad that your parents moved and it's like easier now yeah but you're also in the South, so if you know the lawyer. From- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and also if you know David Randolph, like, please, like, hit him up on my behalf. And, I mean, like, try and get him to come on Babe, because, like, that's the most important thing. When I heard South Georgia, I was like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> it all comes back yeah. to David Rudolph. Yeah. Yeah. That's the lesson That's the here. lesson of this episode. Yeah. Is, like... If I don't get David Rudolph on the podcast by August, no, we said Labor Day. By that Labor Day, mm-hmm. 
Babe might be a TBD, so I hope the readers get cracking. Yeah, please get cracking. And don't forget to get cracking on my wish list. I want to see what, what happens out there. <laughs> Laura's going to help me make it right now after we eat some Dan Dan noodles. Yeah, so um, love and light, everyone. Follow me. Uh, follow this podcast on Instagram at Babe Podcast. Follow Ed on Instagram. Yeah, at I'm E-Drosty. at Edrosty. E-D-R-O-S-T-E. Buy his album. Yeah, Grizzly that's the Bear. best. Actually, that's the best gift there is, is for people to buy music. Yeah, I mean, instead of a wish list, I think maybe buy your music. Yeah. Or do both. The both, yeah. Yeah, do both. Uh, especially if you have a record player. Vinyl is beautiful. Yeah, the vinyl is really beautiful. Fun. Someone got that for me off my wish list. Which was randomly my idea for you to put it on your wish list. I love, yeah. So, <laughs> so we both, we all won we in that all one. We in that, in that <laughs> very specific situation. Um, and then if you are into supporting this podcast you want to hear more episodes you want to hear bonus content from spread the past word me and ryan episodes spread the word but you can also become a patron on www.patreon.com slash babe podcast and which is where i'm gonna put my wish list link yeah so <laughs> stay tuned um there's exciting stuff to come i also have a live show for any listeners that cross over with sexy unique podcast i'm doing a live show on july 15th at resident in downtown la danny pellegrino is going to be there it's going to be a really fun night so I'm and it's so also free pissed. i'm gonna miss it i know i'm pissed too but i'll get over it so come on down it's gonna be fun and yeah that's all that's all she wrote yet again it's so great to be here thank you for being my guest maybe we'll do another one soon maybe we will bye Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.